Welcome to the Numerologist Podcast, where we bring you a very special guest every single week to help guide you on your spiritual journey, live with abundance, and inspire your soul. Hi, Numerologist community. I'm Rose, and thank you once again for joining me for another episode of the Numerologist Podcast. Now, before we begin today's episode, I just want to thank every single one of you for listening. And if you haven't already subscribed, I invite you to do so. Every week we bring you a new guest from the world of astrology, numerology and spirituality to hear their story and give you tips and inspiration to live a more aligned, happy and abundant life. Now to today's show and to today's guest. Today we're talking to holistic health and wellness coach, Amy Ballantyne. Amy's mission is to help busy working mothers and women reconnect with their joy and adopt a healthier body and mind. Amy encourages her clients to think of her as their health cheerleader, arming them with the tools to empower themselves and to live a more balanced and fulfilling life. Now, please join me in welcoming Amy. Welcome, Amy. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you, Rose. Thanks for having me today. Thank you so much for joining us. So let's dive right into it. Who are you and what do you do? Thank you, Rose. I am a holistic health coach. I call myself your health cheerleader uh, because I believe that all of us need someone in our corner from time to time or all the time sometimes, (laughs) some might think. Uh, But it is important to have those people in our life who can uh, guide us and mentor us and and coach us uh, to come up with those uh, things in ourselves. And that's what I am for individuals who want to take a holistic approach to health. So I do have some knowledge and expertise in nutrition, supplementation, but one of the areas that I help my clients a lot actually is around accountability. And we know that uh, for long-term sustainable health habits to be created, accountability is a really crucial part of that. And so that's something that I do for my clients. Uh, Additionally, I would say that I, I do bring in things like meditation, uh, EFT, Reiki. There are so many different ways to help people tap into and uh, work on their limiting beliefs, uh, their mindset. And this is all a, a piece of the puzzle when it comes to our health, right? Uh, and, and I really take the personalized approach when it comes to individuals. So there are lots of amazing programs out there for people who want uh, a very specific thing like keto or you know, using great programs like Weight Watchers or Noom. Some people want a little bit more of a personalized approach. They want more accountability. They want that one-on-one connection. And that's why I'm I do what I do to help people like that absolutely now I noticed on your website the first thing we know you come to it says you deserve to feel amazing and I love that I think that is so powerful so can you tell me what that means for you and what that means for your clients Mm -hmm. I deeply believe that every single one of us has this desire from the moment that we come to be here on this earth that uh, we we feel in our body we feel good we feel energized we feel healthy and that we deserve to have all of those experiences as well Uh, and you know some of the a lot of the women that i work with mostly women but i have worked with men as well but some of the women i work with feel that they don't deserve good health they don't deserve that time uh, to themselves 
we, and I'm generalizing in a big way, but many women put themselves last. And that's what I was really trying to get across in that message is that, you know, every single one of us, every single one of us deserve to feel truly awesome every single day. And it may require some shifts in in how we live to get to that feeling. Uh, it may require some shifts around our mindset and how we speak to ourselves and the way we um, we connect to our own inner in our inner beings. But um, I really, really believe that. And I've had some really good feedback from clients as well that they also resonate deeply with this concept of deserving, wanting to, to come to a place of connection with themselves uh, that is that is more deep that uh, they do feel all like all the way through themselves that they deserve uh, the time or the energy or the whatever the thing is that they're they're after um, so I, I'm really happy that you brought that up thank you so I think that word deserve is so powerful because mm -hmm. so many of us think you know whether it's conscious or subconscious a lot of us put that on ourselves that we don't deserve things and we don't mm -hmm. deserve to be happy, to be beautiful, to be loved, all of those things. So when clients come to you um, to, to, to actually start feeling amazing and realizing they deserve to feel amazing, do you find that some, some people have a block before to, to, to sort of change their mindset to realize they deserve it before they get there? Yes, very much. Uh, I had one client, uh, man, you just brought this memory up for, up, up for me with her. She really, really struggled with that word. And I think lots of people do. And, you know, with coaching, you know, I'm not a therapist, so I don't go down the path of like what happened in your past, you know, those kinds of things are meant to be dealt with, with therapists and counselors. But if someone decides that they want to make a change in that behavior around this mindset of feeling that they want, they do deserve that understanding they do deserve that. Uh, there are, there are some things that we can, we can do. And one of the things that I would encourage anyone listening to, to try is to really become aware of the words that you say in your head or the words you say out loud around that word deserve and being super aware again and even potentially journaling about what is coming up when you say that word or hear that word because there is a lot of uh, information in that that we can use to create a stronger habit around feeling that way. It's funny you mentioned awareness because this morning I was, I was just reading something about the, um, the, the connotations and the, the vibrations you put into yourself when you either say certain words or think certain things or, you know, it, it's, it's, so, words are so powerful, right? Yes. Yes. Well, even you're just giving me goosebumps saying that like our, we do bring so much energy into our own body and out into the world. And what are we putting out there with what we're saying? It, it does matter. Absolutely. So I'm interested to, to see why, why you went down this path. What's your story? Mm -hmm. Well, I, my story really starts as a young, young child. Uh, my mom lost both of her parents when she was a little girl. And when I was growing up, I was, you know, I had my dad's parents around, but I didn't know these people that she lost. And there was this, um, 
this desire to, to want to be healthy enough and like from a young, young age to be healthy enough that I could know my grandkids and great grandkids. Cause I didn't have that experience. And even now, as I watch my own children with my parents and my husband's family, there's such a, a, a richness, a deepness to their lives uh, because these people are in their lives and and I, I really do believe that this desire to want to be healthy long term started with this experience. And, you know, yes, like everyone, I've made mistakes and I've had, you know, different ups and downs in my own health, of course. But it's this long term deep desire. I've had this crazy desire, honestly, to be a rocking great grandma bowling <laughs> at 90. Like, I want to be that person. And I deeply feel Yes, we have genetic predispositions, but the science is showing that how we live right now, the way that we live, the food we put in our body, the way we move our body, the way we think, the way that we um, uh, treat ourselves impacts our health long-term, the stress that we're under, the way that we sleep, how we sleep, it impacts us long-term. So am I uh, perfect? No. Do I still eat chocolate? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But... <laughs> I believe deeply in this 80% concept, uh, concept that 80% of the time, I'm going to try my absolute best to be as healthy as possible. And the rest of the time, I am focused on not beating myself up around those choices that I am going to have the chocolate. I'm not going to beat myself up over it, though. Um, so that's really, you know, where it started. And I have come to realize over time that one of the gifts that I have to give others is uh, a deep ability to empathize with the, the challenges or struggles that they have faced and to bring that, um, that loving energy to them when they're, when they're being vulnerable and when they're sharing the, the frustrations and challenges that they've had. But I also have the energy, I was a cheerleader, uh, the energy to be able to be that accountability partner in a loving, uplifting way, not where the person has another thing beating them up, mm -hmm. but they have somebody in their corner truly. And that's really, that's really why I do this. It sounds like you've had this calling, well, like you say, from such a young yeah. age. And it's so powerful to hear you talk about that because it's, it's almost like, you know, this was the path that you were on from minute one and this is, you know, and it's, it's so nice to hear you talk like that. And what's also nice is to hear you kind of practice what you preach because you're talking about, I want to be that person. I want to be that person. You know, you're not saying I want to have this and I want to have that. And, you know, there's, there's not, there's nothing wrong with that, but, but, you know, going towards, a, you know, being somebody and, and that thing, I think that's really powerful. Is, is that sort of embodiment of a person or a character somebody wants to be a character that somebody would want to be is is that um, something you teach in your practice as well well I think that it's a part of it for sure like who who do you want to be long term you know uh, I, I talk a lot about becoming the best version of yourself what does that look like that we are constantly learning we're constantly evolving what are what are the core values that a person has to start with um, and and looking at do those align with who you want to be and if they currently aren't on your daily agenda if a 
you know, if I wasn't moving my body and I wasn't trying to eat like pretty healthy and I wasn't, you know, taking supplements and all of these pieces, would I be really able to be that rocking great granny over here many years from now? I don't know. Right. So I think it really is looking at what does that person want to become? Who do they want to live out? And sometimes I think honestly, Rose, that, you know, we start off as young people really visioning the life that we want to have. You know, we have these desires to want to go to school perhaps or get married or have this life. And then somewhere along the line, we get a little bit sidetracked by all of the chaos of life. And we, for some people, we stop creating that vision. And I think that's one of the things that I've done my whole life is had this vision of who I want to be. I want to do whatever I can to stay as healthy as possible to know my grandchildren and great grandchildren. I, I desperately want that. And I would encourage people to really take a moment and think, what is it that you really want long term? You know, yes, it, sure, it can be a cottage, sure, it can be a car, sure, it can be things, but what, a, what do you want to be as a human? How do you want these days on this earth to walk out? Yeah, Important. and I, I, think, I think what you said there about, and it, and it kind of brought something to me, you know, you said when you're a kid, okay, you go to school, you go to college, you know, you, know, you get married, you buy a house, then what? It, it's it's like these societal norms of they, they've put these steps in for you so the first part of your life you're like okay well these are the things I, I have to do these are the things I need to be and then once you get to that that next step it's like okay and actually yeah actually um, one thing that was interesting I noticed on your website you work with busy mums so it, it seems like you know the societal end point almost if you will is is having having children and then what? So is, is that, is that um, sort of what the mums who come to you, is that how they feel? Well, lots of mums that I've worked with anyways feel a bit lost. I know that's part of what helped me kind of move into this work as well, like around the coaching, is that we get so focused in on these new humans in our lives that we lose a bit of ourselves. And that's something that I've heard from a lot of clients is that they, they no longer do any of the things that they used to do that they used to love to do. Uh, they're, they feel disconnected from themselves. They take little time for themselves because every ounce of their energy is spent, uh, you know, nurturing these, these new little people in their lives. Uh, so we do spend quite a bit of time on connecting with their, their own person, separate from their spouse or partner, separate from their children. What did they used to love? What, what brought them joy and what new things again, do they want to be? What, what other visions do they have for their life and continuing to, uh, to try new things, expanding there. Absolutely. So just a quick tip for any any mums or any new mums kind of listening. Have you got any any tips so pe so they can actually start to take a step forward to becoming the person they want to be? Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things, if if I was speaking directly to the new mom uh, who's up in the middle of the night with that baby, either feeding bottle, breastfeeding, however that looks, you're up in the middle of the night, a gift uh, for that new mom is to use that time to actually say something nice to yourself. 
So as you're sitting in that chair, rocking your little sweetheart and looking at that baby thinking, oh my gosh, you're the most amazing little thing I've ever seen in my whole entire world. There's so much like the miraculousness of this is incredible. Actually take a moment and realize that you are that miraculous being as well, that you were once this small, you once needed this nurturing and love and you still do that that's not over. Absolutely. That's, and that's so powerful because those moments, and, and I, I, I'm speaking from experience, I've got a 10 month old, so. Oh, you I, know. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's so powerful because you do get, you, you either get wrapped up in love or you get wrapped up in exhaustion oh. or you get, you know, there's so many emotions that you do, what, whatever you're feeling at that time, you don't really take the time for yourself. So I think yeah. that's a really powerful and, and what I like is practical and powerful and simple tips. And that is definitely one. Yes. Yes. I was able to, honestly, one of the things that uh, I manifested in my business in, in a part of my business happened truly, I believe, because while I was nursing my third baby and I was in there at night, I was visualizing the thing I wanted to create. I was seeing it in my mind so clearly while laying, you know, I had my eyes closed and I was rocking and nursing and, you know, I was there present with the baby, but I was also using that time. If I wasn't like asleep, I was, I was using the time to visualize the, what I wanted to create, the person I wanted to be, the life I wanted to have, the, the steps that I wanted to, to take next. And there's, there is that opportunity while you're laying in that chair. Yeah. And, and the word you just use there is, you know, being present. And, and I think that there's a difference between, you know, your mind wandering off and being intentional about visualizing what you want, right? Yes, very much. Very, very much. The, the key, uh, you know, when we're talking about uh, manifesting or um, using visualization, I think is, is being intentional. It's saying, okay, I'm going to take this time right now and I'm going to, you know, really breathe and feel into that thing that we're trying, you're trying to create. What is the energy? What is the, um, painting the picture so deeply in your mind. And I think that there is an opportunity uh, and I've encouraged other moms as well when they're in that state where you're just like, you got to sit there. There's not, there's not much else to do. I'm not bringing my cell phone in to feed the baby in the middle of the night and have the light being bright. I'm like going to use this time to, or meditate, a meditation app plugging in to, during that time, another great option as well. Actually, let's talk about meditation because I know you use meditation in your in your practice too. Can you tell me a bit about about that? Mm -hmm. I, if you can't tell for the listeners, I'm quite high energy. <laughs> so, a couple of years ago, I I, I was encouraged to start uh, doing some meditation practice. So it really started from me needing to be a bit more grounded and have uh, a way to almost balance out my energy. Um, to come back down here. And it really, really was uh, very, very important. And I think has helped me to, to grow. And I wanted to share this with other people because it made such a difference with for me. And I had some positive feedback that um, my energy was really soothing when I'm in that state. And my voice was really soothing when I was in that, in, when I'm in that meditative meditation state. Uh, so part of what I offer for my clients is uh, creation of a custom meditation for them. So it looks like very, very specific to the type of 
visualized place. I bring them into a place that they love. So they share with me the words of the place that they love. And I create a very, very specific recording around that place that they want to be in, in their mind, helping them to get into that picture. But then also, so for an example, like a cottage, let's just say a cottage with a blue rocking chair. And what is the, the landscape? And I'm painting the picture so they really can get into that place of feeling and being in that, that moment. And then, um, they also are sharing with me the words that let's just say somebody's working on confidence, for example, and they want to feel more empowered and they want to feel, um, like they can walk into a room and not be afraid, you know, so they design the words that they want to have, uh, basically spoken to them in that meditation, um, and I can also design the meditation where there's, there's more quiet space as well. Uh, so it can be very, very custom to what they want to, uh, to listen to during that time. I think that's really incredible as well, because, you know, that personalized approach, there's no one size fits all when it comes to um, yes. becoming the person you want to be, right? So that personalized approach is so powerful. Um, how do you find that people respond to that meditation? Do they, do they, um, does it really help them on their journey? Yeah, the clients that have committed to doing it every single day have asked me for another one. That's how much they like it. And yeah. because they've, they've had such big shifts in their health, their mindset, their honestly overall lifestyle, because when you start to improve your health, you have more energy to do other things. And it's like this beautiful spiral uh, effect. Um, but for these clients, they're like, that really made a difference. Can you make me another one? But with these words, because I want to work on this thing next. Right. So we're, we're always, uh, you know, there are, for some people, there can be a couple of things that they want to focus mm -hmm. on. And I like to, to take the, the content and make it very, um, very, very focused on one specific area. And then we can just create another uh, meditation for that next thing if needed. Yeah. And it's funny you say that as well, because I think, and this is another personal experience thing. Sometimes we want too much, right? Well, when I, <laughs> yes. when I say too much, I mean too many different things at once and, yes. and getting, getting there. And I found in my, myself only when I focus on the one thing at one, at one time, do I get anywhere. Yes. <laughs> yes, I could create a meditation that says, you are the, like this, that, the other, but it, it wouldn't, uh, I don't think it would be, it would be as effective as honing really deeply on that, you know, if it's confidence or if it's, um, uh, you know, weight loss around uh, loving their body, that kind of thing. So yeah and again and i i say this quite often in, in podcasts it's small steps right it's, yes. it's chip, chip, ticking off small parts of that you know person i want to be tick 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 you know mm -hmm. in, in, in with whichever characteristic or you know thing about that that future person you want to tick off at any one time right yes i very much love that you said that because i am all about moving the needle forward gradually small steps and i learned pretty quickly when i started my coaching business that the first couple of clients i made these giant plans okay like so many things of like this is all the stuff we're going to work on and the level of overwhelm was immense and i was i quickly realized okay we really really need to just focus on one or two things each week so if if somebody wanted to spend more time in meditation saying okay this week the only extra thing on top of all the millions of things you have on your plate 
is a five minute meditation or a 10 minute, like you choose, but designing it in your life so that you can have a win. So you can have a win instead of a loss, right? A win where you know that you can get that done. So instead of saying, I'm going to do it five times, do you really think you can get five times done? Like, do you really think, or can you absolutely guarantee 90% certainty that you can get three times in? It's far more powerful to set that and make sure you have that win on it. Absolutely. And I would say that's, a, that's one of the reasons a lot of people don't actually start on their journey. They, oh. they just, they, they get overwhelmed. They think it's too much to do when realistically it could just be five minutes a day or half an hour a week or something like that. Right. Yes. Yes. Starting with one thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now I just want to move on to um, the spirituality side of your business. Obviously with us being a numerology podcast, um, Mm -hmm. we'd like to hear about all things spiritual and divination. So Mm -hmm. how do you incorporate spirituality into your practice? If at all, Yes, thank you. So I I grew up uh, learning about spirituality. So it's it's a place that I feel comfortable. Uh, I've grown in my practices over the years uh, for my own my own self. What I would share is I in my intake with clients, I I want to hear from them where they're at in spirituality because, for example, I had one client when I asked you know tell me about your, how spirituality impacts you in your life or how it plays out in your life. Uh, This person, you know, very, very faith-based, goes to church, believes in God, uh, you know, reads the Bible, practices very, very in, in depth with that part of her life. And another client, when I asked the same question was like, no, I'm not, I'm not interested in talking about that. So when I, I, because I create a personalized approach and the conversation, the coaching conversation uh, is tailored to that person for the client who is very connected to her spirituality and wants to go there. I can be very specific in my question to say, how did you, and because she believes in God, I can say, how did you connect with God this week? What was your, um, what, uh, what, how did I ask it? Um, you know, how is your, uh, what was your intention? Did you, you know, she prays, did you do your prayers? Like those kinds of conversations, I can hold her accountable to the things that are important for her, but I would not say those same kind of things to the other client because I respect that she, she wasn't interested in talking about that. So I don't even have that as a part of our conversation, right? So uh, I think the key is being with a person where they're at and helping them move forward. It's not about me. It's about that person and how, how I can serve them best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's really important to know, you know, for some people, spirituality is a huge, huge part of their life. And some people it's not, and that's okay. Yes. Yes. And it's interesting too, even talking about meditation, some people feel that is deeply connected to spirituality and some people don't feel that way. So, you know, there's lots of uh, interesting aspects to that as well. It is so funny you said that because when we were talking about meditation, my segue was almost going to be, well, now we're talking about spirituality, but you are so right. It's not spiritual for everybody. For some people, it's that meditative state where they can connect with source or spirit or whatever. For some people, it's that relaxation. And and that is the beauty Um, of meditation as well, right? It's it's so many things for so many people. 
Yes, it can be so helpful. It's so great for lowering the cortisol in our bodies. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you also do sort of uh, health checks, free self-health self health checks. I got a bit of a tongue twister. I didn't think that would be. But anyway, can you, can you tell me a bit more, more about those 30-minute sessions that you run? Yes, I love that. Um, so in the, I call them a discovery call. <laughs> much <laughs> easier. Much easier to say. <laughs> yes, I love that. So in the discovery call, I, I offer an opportunity for people to connect with me free for 30 minutes where we can talk about your health, your health goals, uh, the behaviors that you uh, are interested in changing. And, and I will share a couple of tips in there. Mm -hmm. And it's an opportunity for you to get a sense of, am I a person that could be your, your cheerleader? Could I be a part of your health journey, your mindset journey, uh, creating that healthy lifestyle? And it, it is an opportunity to get uh, some, some free guidance and support uh, if, if that's what people are looking for. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Amy. It's been really nice to talk to you. Um, anybody listening, I'll put in the show notes links to Amy's website so you can check out that discovery call, I'll call it. <laughs> um, and there was one other thing that we were talking about, oh, the, uh, the meditations. I think I, I love that. I love the idea of a custom made meditation. So I'll put all the links in the show notes. Um, and remember, if you want your free numerology report, you can get that in the show notes as well. Bye, Amy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the numerologist podcast. If you loved it, make sure you subscribe and don't forget to check the show notes for an extra special free gift.